Wives and Conversations. I'm Tyra. And I'm Tiana. Journey with us as we have conversations about bringing your best self in every aspect of your life. Hey T, what's up? How are you doing today? Hey Tiana, I'm doing wonderful today. How are you? I'm doing great. We have, uh, doing quick math here, bear with me, (laughs) seven days until Christmas. Yes, seven we days. do. Seven yes. days Christmas. And, you know, actually my brother has a birthday. His birthday is Christmas Eve. So he's probably not going to listen to this podcast no time soon. But anyway, I just want to give a shout out to my baby brother. We're four years apart. He'll be, I think, 41. Yeah, okay. if I'm 45, he'll be 41. Yep, that's right. And his birthday's on Christmas Eve. So happy birthday, Christopher. All right. All right. So. We want to get started today, but before we do that, you know, I'm always going to ask what's going well. (laughs) Yes. So what is going well is like you said, seven days until Christmas. I'm finishing up right now. The last of my Christmas shopping, uh, wrapping up Christmas gift and just enjoying these last seven days before Christmas. So that's what's going well for me. What's going well for you. Well, let's see. What's going well for me is uh, last night <clears throat> we went to a light show. You know how they have like the different like symphony lights or whatever. Like they got it at Watkins, and they also yeah. have it in Merriweather. So we went to the one in Merriweather last night, Teddy Talon and I. And it was, how was actually it? Really nice. It was really nice. I enjoyed that. And um, what also is going well. I- I'm losing some weight. That's always going well. Like during the holiday, I've been, I've been disciplined. I am proud of myself. I have been so disciplined. Very also, good. What is also going well, I had a clear, I noticed a lot of information, but I don't care, a colonoscopy because you want to make sure that you're good to go. And they said, I'm going to come back for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. Um, what else is going well? You know, my family's healthy. I'm well and healthy, you know, I'm kicking off into the new year of going to yes. my condo. I'm kicking off in the new year of being able to pay off some things mm-hmm. Kicking off in the new year of a new promotion, new salary, kicking off in the new year with all the progress that talent has made and just kicking off in the new year of just bringing my best self in everything I do. That's it. I want to bring that's all that's it that's all and how we do that is that we focus on God and we focus on ourselves and that's how you bring your best self because you're focused on God and you have an intimate relationship with God you know we can't go that that God pouring into us we're able to pour into others and then we're our best selves so it's awesome okay yes so that's what's going well so speaking of God (laughs) Our topic for today is prayer and fasting. Okay, T, this is a good one. I guess First Baptist of Glen Arm, they're doing a big whole entire fast is coming up in January 1. Yes. And I'm very excited because honestly, this is the first time, and you know this, that I'm mm-hmm. actually really going to be truly doing a true prayer and fast. Okay. Um, so that's today's topic. And let's kind of like unpack that topic today. So 
so Tiana before you um before we unpack the topic I just want to let the wives know that um I know in our last episode that we did say that we would be doing um our next topic will be the 80 20 rule yeah so ladies um it was dropped in my spirit and Tiana's spirit to actually switch the topic to prayer and fasting so um just wanted to let you know the reason for um us switching the topic this week um it was just put in um both of our spirits that we just felt as though this is something that we um should talk about especially with the beginning of the year just right around the corner and we thought um there are times where you know you're looking for a breakthrough or um you know you feel like your prayers aren't being answered and we just thought that this would be um a perfect topic to discuss absolutely absolutely and yes thank you Tyra for that because Mm -hmm. you know we want to we want to keep our wives informed on things but prayer we really 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 we were like you know what let's do this one because we're closing out the end of the year yes Um, a lot has taken place this past two years just in the world the pandemic with families with relationships just it's been a lot it's been it's been a very heavy two years not only in just in the world and and honestly in our lives in our lives you know in our marriage in our families um we've we've had some hard hits and some hard punches but by God's grace and strength we're still here to tell the story. We're still um, believing. We're still trusting. We're still having faith um, that God is going to do what God said he's going to do. And, 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 and that's why we need to talk about, you know, that leads us into what is prayer. And I think sometimes T like people think prayer is this very formal prayer, right? So um, now let me just say this before every time Tyra and I go into uh, our podcast when we do our recordings, we always, always pray before we get started. And the reason why we do that is to kind of set the tone and the stage or the foundation for Mm -hmm. how we want to go in so the Holy Spirit can speak through us in this podcast, right? Because we have been challenged prior to doing podcasts. Um, before we go into recording, we have been challenged in a lot of ways where there are times where I'm like, T, I don't want to do this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad and I'm doing this and I'm going through that. Right. But, but we pull ourselves together, we pray, and then we go into it, but we always pray before we go into it. Yes. So prayer, what is prayer? Prayer is a communication and taking a time to commune with God. That is that is your time to communicate with your father. You know. Um, you know how we, we, we always say in relationships, I want better communication. I want better communication. I want better communication. My husband, my husband doesn't communicate with me. Right. My, my, my wife does communicate with me. Right. Well, the question I have for you is, have you taken the time to communicate right with God? Because that's your first relationship, right? That's the most intimate relationship Mm -hmm. because if you can't communicate with God, so you can hear from God, how are you going to communicate to your spouse? It's very hard. Mm-hmm. So prayer is very important. Prayer can just be as simple as, Lord, help me. I need you right now. 
I can't do this without you. I'm struggling. It, it's, it's just a conversation. It doesn't have to be, Lord, thank you, holy. Like, you don't have to do all of that. It can just be a simple conversation. Sometimes I go into Heavenly Father, God, you know, a more formal prayer. Right. Like, say your grace, or when you, you, you're speaking in front of people, you do, it's more formal, but I'm even noticing that even in my formal, I get a little informal too with God. Like there are times I'm like, Lord, I'm mad. I am pissed. I'm tired. I'm irritated. Mm -hmm. I can't believe this person did that. And sometimes I've cussed in my prayers and I'm not saying that's right, but it's, it's my time where I can come to my father and I can truly be myself, my authentic self, because he already knows our hearts. Yes, he he does. He can see it. He created us. So it's important. That is your time. Take some time. When you open your eyes up in the morning, the fact that you open your eyes up this morning is a blessing. It could be simple as saying, thank you, God. I can open my eyes. I can move my limbs. We don't even do that. We're so rushing. Got to get up in the morning. Got to do this. We don't even take the time. We don't even, we set aside time for everybody else, but God, and I'm guilty of it too. You know, T, every morning when I open my eyes, the first thing I say is, thank you, Lord, for waking me up this morning. Like exactly. every, every morning, as soon as I open my eyes, before my feet hit the ground, that's the first thing I say. Thank you for waking me up this morning. Right, right. And it's so funny because um, I came up with this prayer mm-hmm. where I had one of Talon's teachers, um, his preschool teacher, his two-year-old teacher, Miss Monique, she's so sweet. She's so sweet. She has the most beautiful handwriting and she, she does a beautiful calligraphy handwriting, right? Mm-hmm. And she... Um, I had her to write my prayer. And when I gave it to her, she said, oh my God, she said, this is a beautiful prayer. What, what, what scripture is this? It's like, this isn't a scripture. I came from <laughs> So it says, Lord, help me to be consistent and obedient in every area of, in every area of my life, according to your will and according to your word and your will. That is my prayer every morning. It's almost like my serenity prayer a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. but that's what prayer is. And it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't have to, it could just be a say, Lord, I need you. Lord, help me. Right. Lord, I love you. Lord, thank you. You know, that's, that's, it. it's just, God just wants to talk to you. He just wants to have a relationship with you. He desires a relation. That's why we love relationships. That's why God said, you know, a man should not be alone. Why? God himself didn't want to be alone. That's why he created Adam and Eve. Right. Mm -hmm. He wanted to have a relationship, you know, and I think we forget that. Another thing is throughout the Bible, it all, it talks about prayer, the importance of prayer, the importance of fasting. And it also talks about pray without ceasing. That's in uh, first uh, Thessalonians 5, 17. Um, I, I do love this scripture because I remember when Teddy and I were in um, uh, premarital counseling and I kept telling the pastor, I said, yeah, I just, I used to just pray all the time, pray all the time, meet my husband, meet my husband, meet my husband. And um, he said, oh, you were praying without ceasing. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember when I was doing my vows with Teddy, you know, I was telling him how I prayed without, I, I couldn't remember. I looked at him. He was like, you prayed without ceasing. I said, yes, I prayed without ceasing. I didn't stop praying. God wants you to continue to keep praying. Right. Um, prayer, prayer is not for God. It's for you. Right. It's for us. Mm-hmm. Because we need a place where we can go and just say, talk to God authentically about what's really going on in our hearts. And the beautiful thing about God is that, and I'm learning this too, the more we commune with God, the more we spend time with God, the more we learn God's attributes and and the more his attributes become our attributes because we were created in his image. Right. He wants our praise and our prayer. That's Mm -hmm. what he wants. That's what he wants. And um, one of the keys to a successful fast, when we're doing our fast, is staying close in communication with God. So which that what that means is, is like you need to, when you're fasting, like say for instance, you're fasting and you're usually some people fasting from sweets, carbs, drinking, thoughts, you have to stay in close communication with God because you will be tempted, okay? Jesus himself was tempted and he fasted for what? 40 days? Was it 40? Yep. Mm -hmm. And he was tempted. So God wants you to stay close to him. But I've heard some beautiful things about praying and fasting. I've heard breakthroughs. Yes. I've heard um, clarity. I heard a level, a new level of peace or a new level of intimacy in the relationship was impacted other things. Um, weight loss is another benefit too. But the most important thing is you're drawing closer to God because he desires a relationship with you. Um <clears throat> So, T, now that we've kind of talked about what is prayer and the, you know, kind of like the importance of it and what it means and why it fits so well with fasting, fastings like peanut butter and jelly, basically they go hand in hand. They go together. If you go to different, uh, uh, different stories in the Bible, uh, Queen Esther, Esther, she she told when she needed to have God move on the king's heart, she told everyone to let's go pray and fast. Don't eat or drink anything for three days. I just three days. I just need you to pray and fast. Right. You know what I mean? Jesus prayed and fast. You know, um, <clears throat> the, it is it's so important to pray and fast. It is so important. Okay. All right. See, so what is a fast? Now that we know what prayer is, what is a fast? So a fast is to purposefully and voluntarily abstain from a pleasurable activity, meaning you're giving up something that you know you can't do without. Um, Like you said, such as sweets, um, meat, TV, social media, things of that nature. Um, Like you said, even your thoughts, Um, because there are sometimes things that God wants us to release you know, and this is a perfect time to do that. Um, A fast is also a spiritual discipline that helps us focus on God. So we're focusing on God versus focusing on our flesh. Um, It is an effective response to challenging physical or emotional situations, circumstances, relationships, and needs. And, you know, see, I love that because sometimes... 
our relationships with people, they become our mini idols. Yep. You know, we don't, <clears throat> we don't realize it. And I've right. struggled with that big time. Yeah, we just had that conversation. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. We did. And you have to put that on the throne. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's your relationship. Sometimes it's, you're so, you're so hyper fixated on your husband or hyper fixated on your kids or versus just letting go or releasing and knowing and, and communing with God. So God can give you the wisdom to know how to proceed and move forward in the situation. Right. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to talk about or go into why we should fast, why we should pray and fast. Okay. Bible, this is good. Pay attention, ladies. <laughs> the Bible tells us to pray and fast. Joel chapter one, verse 14 reads, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the elders, and all the inhabitants of the land into the house of the Lord, your God, and cry out to the Lord. You know, there are some things that will only be changed because of prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. And that's when you just have to, you know, you drop to your knees and you just call out to the Lord. Absolutely. 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 Um, Matthew chapter 17, verse 21 reads, however, this kind does not go except by prayer and fasting. Now, T, would you want to miss something that God has for you only because you did not pray and fast? Absolutely not. And I, and that's my point of why I'm excited about doing this prayer and fast because I don't want to miss out on anything. I think that's like one of my biggest fears to get up to heaven. And God says, okay, you did all right. Come on in. And he starts to show me all that he had for me, but because of my own pride, my own ego, thinking that I wasn't being prideful and egotistical, which ego means edging God out, I missed out on everything he had for me, everything. And I, I couldn't even imagine how I would just probably feel awful, you know, or just sob. And wouldn't stop sobbing, you know, because God is showing me, look, I had all this for you, but you chose not to seek me. You chose not to commune with me. You chose not to, you know, fast to really do what I've called and asked you to do, you know. And, you know, sometimes we think, um, you know, we, 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 you know, God is not a genie. We don't right. rub him on his belly and, oh, God, I want this and it comes. No, God wants a relationship with us. And as I grow more spiritually, T, I am learning and I am understanding the importance of my relationship with my heavenly father. Because Mm -hmm. if I have a close and tight relationship with him, it will better my other relationships around me. It will surely better them. You know, when you have a close and tight relationship with God, you're not going off on people right you're not staying mad at people you're being more compassionate more forgiving more loving no matter what a person does you're still showing them grace and mercy you know what I mean even in spite of themselves because God said vengeance is his it's not ours right it's not ours so yeah and another thing is 
when it comes to fasting, that is between you and God. You don't have to walk around, you know, telling people that you're fasting. Um, if you, you know, hanging out with your girlfriends and, you know, you're going to brunch, you know, you don't have to let them know that you're fasting. Once again, that's between you and God. You know, nobody needs to know, you know, that you're fasting. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, I forget what scripture that was, but um, <clears throat> about fasting, but basically they said, don't walk around looking like you fasting. Don't announce it. Don't walk around looking like it. Just, just, you just, you, it is, it, is you look like your regular self, like you're going through your everyday thing, but you're not walking around looking like I'm fasting y'all. I'm fasting. Oh yeah. I'm fasting. Yeah, uh -uh, I can't have that chicken. I can't have that wine. I can't have that mimosa. I'm fasting. I'm fasting. No, 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 no. This is a very sacred thing. And you, right. it's very personal, you know, you don't want to be boasting about this, right? You, you want God to move on some things. And, and also too, when you're fasting and praying, get people involved, you know, people who get people involved, you know, like Esther, she went to her town and she was like, listen, we got some things we got to do. I need everybody involved in this. You know, um, <clears throat> I think Joe has that. What did he do? He was praying and fasting and praising, you know, like you got to get people involved touching agreeing you know when two or more are gathered it makes it moves some things could you imagine if the whole world fasted and prayed what would happen yeah how god's heart like how he would move in a mighty way you know right um it's just something that kind of came across me a little bit mm -hmm. so ladies there are uh three types of fasts so the first one is which um, it's called the normal fast. And this is to abstain from all forms of food and only drink water. Then you have your absolute fast or what they call a total fast. And this fast, you abstain from all food as well as water. But this fast is a limited fast and should only be done for a maximum of three days. Yes, please. And, and, and if you, and honestly, you know, consult if you're doing something like this be careful or consult your um, medical practitioner because you want to you know ensure um, you don't want to be in a situation we don't want you know uh, something medically to happen to you due to lack of water and food because the, the body the body can go without food but the body can't go without water for so long it can't right so um, the third fast is uh, a partial fast which is to abstain from certain foods such as your meats, sweets, carbohydrates, et cetera. Or you may only want to eat certain types of foods like your fruits, your vegetables, and whole grains. Um, you know, you hear some people talk about the Daniel fast where they just eating your fruits and your, your vegetables. And another thing is, ladies, if you are fasting and not staying in the word, then what are you, what is it considered, Tiana? They're dieting. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm fasting. I'm grown to God, but you ain't spent no time. You haven't read not one devotion, one scripture, nothing. Have not done one prayer. Right. Can't do that. But here's the key: when you do, when you, when you get in the mindset and accept the fact that you're going to do this fast and prayer, stay focused. Yes. Stay focused. Yes. I'm like I said. I'm very excited because I'm getting ready to do this. I've never 
I've never truly done this. Like I've fasted mm-hmm. for medical things or surgeries right, right. or things like that, but I have never like, okay, I'm not, I'm just focusing on God, you know what I mean? And, 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 and just really spending that quality, quality time with him. Whenever I feel like I am not at peace or something is going on, um, I will fast. They say you should fast at least once a day. I mean, I'm sorry, at least once, once a week. A week. Yeah, yeah, that you should fast. Yeah, and you know, and it's very, it's very, very, it's, it's just really important. I mean, I've, I haven't heard any negative things about prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. So I challenge our wives, you know, and, and families to do it. Even as a family, do it. You know, if you, if you're, you know, if you got to make some big decisions for your family, do it. You know, it's, you know, whatever it is, fasting and praying, that is the way to go. That is the way to go. Now, T, we have benefits of fasting, right? Yes, so we sure do. I'm just going to name a couple. Okay. One, um, it adds power for spiritual service, Okay. Uh, this is a big one. It aids in focusing on God. I think that's the number one. Yes, it is. Um, it um, it puts us in a posture of humility. You know, when you go before God, we want to be humble, and we yes. should be. Um, it ushers in healing. It aids in receiving direction. Um, you get specific prayers answered. You know, aids in receiving revelations. Um, um, you're able to, it prepares the, um, like for you to petition, basically confess, you know, confess what's going on, like really confess what's going on. Cause we all have some ugliness going on inside of us, right? our thoughts, our ways, and it's just you and God. Cause at the end of the day, let me tell you something. When we get up to glory and we go before the Lord, be by ourselves and God is going to say did you do what I tell you to do and let me tell you something one thing I am learning I'm going to heaven okay and I don't want God to look at me and say you didn't do what I told you as a wife a mother any of those things and sometimes you know I know we get in these postures of we get upset with our spouses and we get in these positions of unforgiveness and not showing grace and all these things I want to pray for them I want to do this Mm-mm, I'm done Da-da-da. because you know what you know what every time you do that that is nothing but your ego your pride that is not what inspires God I sound like the Jerry Maguire movie. <laughs> that is not what inspires people <laughs> you know it's not what inspires people that's not that that how are you serving your marriage with that attitude how are you calling yourself a God-fearing person with that attitude. Right. I'm not saying don't get upset. I'm not saying don't get mad. But people say, well, God knows my heart. Yeah. Does he like it? He might not. Right. Probably not. So, okay. Yeah. God knows your heart. You just, you just hanging like, you know, your arm on God knows my heart. I know he's going to forgive me, but guess what? Yes. We know God is a forgiving God. Mm-hmm. But is it, but does that give you permission to continue to stay in that posture? Because it's not serving you, it's not serving your family, and it's not serving your spouse. So like I always say, and as I'm learning to do myself, 
it stay on your side of the paper. Keep your street, keep your street clean. Right. You cannot sit around. You want, you want God to move. You don't, you can come to God. You know, somebody told me yesterday, actually one of my colleagues who I was listening to her podcast, she said something to me one day. She said, Tiana, I hear you say all the time that, uh, you're a fighter, you're a fighter. She said, did you ever think that God wants you to release so he can fight for you? Amen. She was like, I'm just saying, like, you've been in, you know, fight or fight mode for a while. Mm-hmm. Won't you let God take the wheel? Let him right. fight for you. Sometimes we don't know how to. No. It's hard. Mm-hmm. It can be hard. Mm-hmm. Because we are in a spiritual warfare. And with prayer and fasting, mountains can be moved. And I believe that. So we're going to see when we when we do this fasting and praying, you know. And also, too, I would recommend leading up to kicking off your uh, prayer and your fast um, or your fasting, your praying, however you want to, you know, do it. Like I said, it's peanut butter jelly. You can do it. <laughs> I would recommend that you go before God and just ask God, God, what would you like for me to focus on during this yes. time? Mm-hmm. My prayer. I, I've been doing it, God. Yeah, I, I kind of started it by saying, mm-hmm. what, what do you want me to focus on? I know these are the things I want to focus on, but mm-hmm. what would you like for me to focus? And mm-hmm. if so, Holy Spirit, just speak to me and mm-hmm. tell me. Because he will let you know what he wants you to abstain from. He will let you know what it is he wants you to give up. Right. Right, right, right. So, um, okay. So that's it. So, T, we got a quote. We got a quote today. You know, I always, you know, I always have a quote for you. So, okay. today's okay. quote is fasting is just not a physical discipline, it can be a spiritual feast. And this is by, and let me, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this person's name right. It's all good. It's- <laughs> here we go i'm going to try gentazine franklin Woo. we just yeah. call we call them gene franklin <laughs> gentazine sounds like ginseng that's what it sounds like bless his heart but thank you for the quote <laughs> yes all right and listen ladies you know what we're going to say always remember to bring the best you and everything you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Our next conversation in the new year will be about needless emotional turmoil. Oh, that's going to be a good <laughs> one. Because you know we can have some needless emotional turmoil, okay? Oh my God. Woo! Anyway, we're going we're gonna to get in, into that in the new year. But, um, you know, just don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And follow us on Instagram at Wives and Conversation. From Tiana and Tyra. Merry Christmas and have a wonderful and blessed new year. We love you. Be blessed. Stay safe. And remember, 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 bring your best self and God will take care of the rest. All right, T. See ya. Bye. Bye.